Welcome to the Barfly Podcast. My name is Jeff Burkhart, columnist for the Marin IJ and author of the book 20 Years Behind Bars, The Spirited Adventures of a Real Bartender. Today, my co-host is Kevin Blum, community manager for the online review site Yelp. Welcome, Kevin. So we're talking about tipping today. You know, what to do, when to do it, how to do it, when not to do it, right? Exactly. I mean, it feels like there's a whole science to tipping that uh, a lot of people don't know about. They have a lot of questions. I know I have a lot of questions as to, well, what's the appropriate tip amount? Um, and also, are there certain scenarios where sometimes the server does not deserve a tip? Um, and uh, so, yeah, I thought we could kick it off with that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in the min- minority in that situation because I'm in the service business. But I, uh, I firmly believe that if I get surly service in particular, that mm-hmm. I don't tip at all. Because that's not what what I'm tipping for. You know, there's a there's a misnomer, and uh, you, perhaps you've heard it that tip means to ensure proper service. Right. Well, that's not a that's not, not a truism. A thing, no. Right. It sounds good. Sure, sounds good. Right. <laughs> so the idea is that you're supposed to provide good service no matter what. The, okay. the tip is a gratuity, a gracious endowment upon on top of that. And so if that's not delivered, I don't believe in in in, in giving a tip. A great example I have of a. Of, of that is recently a friend of mine went to a restaurant where he ordered a drink and the server said to him very condescendingly, good for you. <laughs> and he was very taken aback by that. And he's a really a nice guy. And I can understand why. What I, I don't understand what the server was doing there. And there is a little bit of that. Some people, you know, as a bartender, we get that all the time where I feel people are worried that I'm going to judge them upon their drink order. Right. And I don't do that. I mean, maybe on, on some level, but I can never really, I would never display that ever. And, uh, but if it, that is displayed, I'm not, I'm not tipping you to be a jerk to me. Right? right. Are there any other scenarios where you think it would be acceptable not to tip, a, whether you're a bartender or your server? Well, you know, there, there's, there's the, the argument on to-go orders is always a, a, a difficult one. And that, I, I always assume how much effort are, you, uh, are they putting into to putting that together? Mm-hmm. So I take that into consideration. Is it, is it taking them away from other duties that they might be doing? And uh, I, I factor that in. But I don't think it's necessary. And certainly as a service person, I never expect it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm happy when it happens, but I don't, I don't expect it. The other one, and, and uh, uh, this happened to me at a little cafe where it was counter service. Mm-hmm. I went up. I ordered my meal. Uh, I paid for it. I sat down. They called me back up. I came and got my food. I came back, sat down, and I noticed on the table there was a sign that said, please bust your own dishes. <laughs> and there's a tip jar on the counter. And oh. I thought, well, what am I tipping you for? Right. right? Shouldn't I be getting a discount for the fact that I'm doing all of the work here? Exactly. No, that's, that's hilarious to me. And then again, it makes me wonder why does a, a server or a bartender get tipped, but a cook doesn't? Right. Or uh, you know, other professionals uh, in the restaurant. Right. Uh, makes me wonder, even outside of the hospitality industry, why is it that, let's say, a taxi or an Uber driver gets a tip, but a bus driver doesn't? Right. Or a hairdresser, you know, it's expected that they get a tip, but they're just doing their job. Right. So, I don't know. It, it goes back and forth on that one. Yeah, there's, it, it's difficult. And I, I wrestle with that, too, sometimes, because I, I have the same problem with, when I tip. And, and again, I, I, I work in a profession where the majority of my income is on tips. Mm-hmm. And it, it becomes difficult where the owner of the salon is cutting your hair, so you're paying them for a service, and you're tipping them on top of that service. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I, 
I assume just like everyone, just like me, you get used to the goods, the pros and the cons. Right. And uh, one of the things about uh, working in a tipped industry is whether you're working for the tip or not. Mm-hmm. So there's a difference between taking pride in what you're doing and doing a good job regardless and hoping the money will come, which often it does. And, and you know, I've been very fortunate in that circumstance to realize that that is how it works. Where if you're, wor- if you're just brown nosing someone to try and increase your tip or you're giving away drinks to increase your tip, that, those types of things I, I find very distasteful. Mm-hmm. So you either do a good job and you take pride in what you're doing or you don't. And the money will follow. I, I'm, I'm, I assume that's, that's true of most industries, right? But now the one thing I think a lot of people don't know is how a tip is split up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, and that's a good point is that just because you give me $10 because I made you That Manhattan, doesn't mean that $10 is going straight to your pocket. No. In fact, it isn't. Yeah. Right? First of all, if I'm working with a coworker, if there's two bartenders, I'm going to have to split that money with them at the very least. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, if it's if it's not split, it turns into a big free-for-all and bartenders are pushing each other out of the way trying to get the customers, right. which doesn't provide for very good customer service. So there's that aspect of it. And then there's the aspect of it that I get tipped. The government taxes me on a percentage of what they assume I'm making, mm-hmm. right? So there's a declare where I declare how much I make. But they also take into consideration that I, there's a payout. If there's a, if there's a second bartender, I get half of the money. If there's a bar back, that they get a percentage. Maybe you tip the, the, the hostesses. Maybe you tip the, the, the food runners. All of those things can break that down very quickly. So almost in no circumstances... If you give a bartender $10, will $10 go directly into their pocket? So the other side of that is if you don't tip a service person at all mm-hmm. and they're in an industry where that's built into their taxable income, that means that I'm actually paying to wait on you, wow. not not just losing money. It's coming money. out of your pocket. It's coming out of my pocket. That means that I am the government is assuming I'm making 8% of that. Mm-hmm. They're taxing me on that. So I am paying them that. Right. Not to mention that my usually a tip out is based on percentage of sales. So the rest of my coworkers, if I'm if I'm tipping them out, I'm I'm tipping them on a percentage of my sales, not on the percentage of my tips, which means I'm paying them on money I did not receive. Right. So so that's one of the reasons I'm I I don't not tip often. Mm-hmm. Typically, my solution to that is I just don't go back. Right. That's the best way to really, right. yeah. Right. There's no no one holding a gun to your head in any of these circumstances. Exactly. Right. You can go wherever you want to. But on occasion, I have put in a zero tip to specifically show, right. I don't know what was going on, but that was not appreciated, mm-hmm. right? I find that to be, maybe it's a little passive aggressive on my, on my part, where I don't want to be that, that cranky customer complaining. But uh, I also think that gets the point across very, very strongly. Yeah. Or, or it also leads into a negative Yelp review. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Right? Indeed. Yeah. Um, now, I have a question for you. Uh, you know, there are all kinds of restaurants, all kinds of caliber of bars. And I know we had talked about this. Uh, let's say I wanted to order uh, a whiskey, a bourbon on the rocks, you know, a maker's mark. Let's say one bar charges $7 and I give one or $2 tip. Now, let's say I go to another bar and order the exact same drink and it's a little bit more, you know, uh, Shishi. Uh, shishi, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and they're charging $12 for that exact same drink. Now, should I be tipping $3, $4? Even though it's not like they spent a lot of time mixing the drink up right. and shaking it up and all that. They, they literally poured it into a glass. 
So what's the uh, protocol on that? Well, that's, that's, a, that's a tough call. And, uh, and, and one of the things about a more shishi restaurant is it probably is in a more shishi location. Mm-hmm. And those things cost a little bit extra. So sometimes that's the cost that's built into that. So whether you tip directly on that associated cost is dependent upon whether you know what those costs are. If you didn't actually know that comparison, what would you be inclined to do? And, that, and, and I think the bottom line is as long as you leave something, mm-hmm. I think that's better than leaving nothing. Right. So that's my belief in that. The other uh, aspect of that, and maybe a better example, is the, the $300 bottle of wine. Oh, yes. It doesn't take me any longer to open a $300 bottle of wine than it does to open a $30 bottle of wine. So do you deserve 10 times that amount more because of that? Well, then you get into that tax-related thing, and and I I personally don't think so. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I would be, you know, I wouldn't be thrilled to get $3 on a $300 bottle of wine, but I understand what's going on. And again, that that goes back to whether you're working for the tip or not. Am I going to put any more effort into that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure how you would do that. Would you display the cork with a little more flourish? Mm-hmm. Would you sweat a little bit when you're when you're unscrewing it? I don't know, but uh, you know that that's that's a difficult thing. Now, you know that goes to to regular uh, food costs too. If you spent fifteen hundred dollars on dinner. You know, a 10% of that, so it's still $150. You're right. And now I know a lot of servers would disagree with me because of the tax-based structure, but still, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I've had that discussion with bar owners before, too, is the markup, for instance, on a $30 bottle of wine is the same markup on a $300 bottle of wine. But wouldn't it make more sense to have a smaller markup on the $300 bottle of wine because you're actually going to make more oh, yeah, money? Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. You know, but that's when you get into people comparing uh, uh, statistics as opposed to facts. Right. And so they want to see poor costs that relate to that. And they don't, and, and that's a, kind of a, one of those ne- um, um, nebulous things that people don't understand. So unfortunately, that's a reality in the restaurant business. Like again, if I get $50 on a $1,000 bottle of wine, I am going to be thrilled okay. because I have all that time to go do something else. Right, and I know fifty dollars is still fifty dollars, but it's still not going to be fifty dollars directly in your pocket. Exactly right. <laughs> so, nonetheless, right. I'm still I'm still happy to get it. Now, the you know the other thing, and a lot of people do this with tipping, is they give you a cash tip. Mm-hmm. Now, in the old days, when when the government wasn't as uh, as diligent in processing things, that made a lot more sense. But now, I mean, when you when you get because that wouldn't figure into your taxable sales, right? That doesn't happen so much anymore. Most restaurants, bartenders, all that declare almost everything and should declare everything uh, to the IRS because they're going to get caught eventually. And then that's going to be a big problem. In this day and age, you really, there's very little wiggle room mm-hmm. for that. So that's not as, you know, giving cash tip is nice, but I mean, it, it makes no difference whether it's a credit card tip or a cash tip at this point. Well, now in Europe, some European countries, tips included in Correct. the price. Right. Do you think that model would ever, I know that uh, some, uh, some restaurants in San Francisco have tried that model. Right. Uh, and I know some of them tried it and then they discontinued it. Do you think that is a model that could be resuscitated and possibly work? Ultimately, I think that's the way we're going to go. Mm-hmm. Because the only way that the IRS can, 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 can ensure that they're getting the money is to make sure that you're getting the money. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then you have that wiggle room. Well, I didn't get this. Right. And then they're going to have to prove that you did get it, which could be difficult. So if they know you got it, 
There's no wriggle room. So that's why that model eventually will come down because in, in the liquor business, it's all about taxes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what f- that fuels almost every decision made about how things are done, why they're done a certain way. And, and eventually that'll uh, happen with tipping, I'm sure. Well, and then also even for a restaurant that isn't just a bar, but I mean, the, the markup on alcohol is a lot, isn't it higher yes. uh, than food? I mean, isn't really the money come from the booze? Right. And, and that's something that, you know, I mean, you get that all the time. I pay $20. I can buy this bottle of bourbon for $20 down the street. And my answer to them is go ahead. <laughs> go right? for it. Right. No, there's no Cheers. gun to your head. Right. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and I mean, that's a, that's a, uh, a, a non-starter argument because mm-hmm. I mean, you're not sitting at a bar. There's not a TV on. The air conditioning is not going. The fans aren't on. There's not people cleaning your dishes. There's not people um, bringing in special glassware. None of that's happening at your house. So whether you know you, you take you cherry pick one thing that the booze markup is this, but the booze also offsets that free bread that you just had. Mm-hmm. It offsets that free butter you just had. It offsets the water that needed to be filtered and put in that clean glass with right. the ice that needed to be made. So all of those things factor into it. So. You know, you have to make up the cost somewhere. Right. And, uh, you know, there are no free lunches. No, right? no. And if there are, please uh, let us know. Yes. I, I'd like to know where they are. So, uh, well, okay. So, I mean, like I said, it, it, it's an art form. It's almost a science with tipping. Um, it's good to know. I'm Just for the record, uh, like if you had exceptional service at a restaurant or a bar, how much would you tip? Twenty five percent, I think, is a solid, good, solid tip. Okay, you know, I, I'm, I'm anywhere between ten and twenty five for myself, right? I don't over ridiculously over tip because okay. I think that encourages some bad behavior, and I don't ridiculously under tip. Okay, so and then uh, for pickup orders, do you still? I do, but I don't. I don't expect it, and okay. it's a nice gesture if you want to do that. And again, if it's impacting someone's ability to do, to actually make tips somewhere else, then I take that into consideration. But you wouldn't like tip at a drive-thru at mcdonald's uh, i wouldn't yeah, right, yeah. i wouldn't either so again there you know there's that fine line of you know some things are appropriate some aren't but yeah right and if, if it makes you feel good i say go ahead right mm-hmm. but the big, big thing is if you don't tip remember that has a, a, a very uh, serious consequence i think that's the most important thing yeah i think that's a big takeaway for sure Join Kevin and I next time when we take on tiresome, trendy marketing speak, such as farm to table and grain to glass. My name is Jeff Burkhart. Thanks for listening. I would go home with you, but I'm